Welcome to Lompoc Foursquare Church's podcast. Enjoy the message. Well, I've shared with you that a word for this year for me, and I believe for all of us, is the word confident. We're confident in God. We're confident in his place in our lives as the shepherd of our lives. And we're confident in the fact that he will lead us, that he will guide us. You know, the rabbis of old said that if we want to know how to live in a dangerous and unpredictable and frightening world, then anything that we need to know can be found in the 23rd Psalm. When they said that, I I thought of the times we live in, dangerous, unpredictable, frightening. Everything we need to know can be found in the 23rd Psalm. Now, remember the 23rd Psalm written by David grew up as a shepherd and became a warrior and then he became a, a king. The three facets of his life, all writing to us his understanding of his shepherd. And I believe you can't really read the 23rd Psalm correctly without understanding these facets of who David was. When he was a shepherd, he could say, the Lord is my shepherd. When he was a warrior fighting against the the lion and the bear and later on Goliath, that famous battle, we understand the Lord is his shepherd. And as he's a king leading people, being responsible for their lives their safety, their future. Well, he knew that God was his shepherd. So let's read again Psalm 23. I'm reading from the NIV and encourage you to follow along with me. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake, and yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I'll fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil and my cup, it runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. As we think about this psalm, we can be encouraged not to allow the the famine in the land to become a famine in our own hearts, or allow the stress of the headlines to create the the beat of your own heart. Here's, Here's what I know. God sees you, and I'm confident that he will lead you, that he will guide you. You know, one of the statements that we made during a recent series about anxiety and being anxious for nothing is this statement. The presence of anxiety is unavoidable, but the prison of anxiety, well, that's optional. It's your choice. In this world, Jesus said, you'll have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I've overcome the world. And here's what God is saying. I want to lead you. My shepherd has to make me lie down in green pastures. Now, why does it say that? Because I'm not smart enough to do it on my own. 
uh, people like myself, and, and maybe you're wired like me, I mean, you'll run and run and run and fry your engines and burn yourself out. But, but, but God says, I will guide you. I will restore you. I'll help you to lie down. I'll lead you in your life, and I will restore your soul, and I will guide you. I'll lead you in front, as we saw last week. I'll guide you right next to you. I'll be by your side, and I'll lead you from behind. The, the three aspects of how the shepherd leads us. And we could take confidence in this. We could take comfort in this, that God is with us now. Now, many of us feel frustrated, frightened, or, or fearful, and rightfully so. These feelings come as a result of, of something that seems out of control. Remember, when something is out of your control, it's never out of God's control. That was pretty good. I'm going to say it again. Remember, when something's out of your control, it's never out of God's control. And here's our lesson. He makes me lie down in green pastures. Now, we see the shepherd leading us, don't we? We see him guiding us, but this phrase is a little different because we're bad at finding our own way. So he will make us lie down. It sounds forceful, doesn't it? And right away, we're resistant because we want to say, oh, you don't get to make me. You can't make me. You're not the boss of me. But he needs to be our shepherd. And we need to surrender and submit to the times where he makes us lay down. Oh, God, make us lie down. You see, the background here is the sheep and shepherd relationship. There's a, a trust, knowing that his ways are better than my ways, and his wisdom is better than my wisdom, higher than mine. So to trust is to know his voice, to follow him, because sheep need nourishment, lots of it. But notice it says, he makes me lie down. See, sheep don't lie down if they're afraid or if they're stressed. And if they don't feel safe, and if they feel any stress, they won't lie down. So here's a question. Where does he make us lie down? And the answer is simple. In green pastures. Our shepherd not only feeds us, but in such abundance that there is more than we can eat and we can actually lie down in the grass that we were just eating from. It, it, it cushions us in a sense. It becomes a couch as you were. You know, the first thing I want us to see today is that I shall not lack rest. Now, some of you are weary. I get it. But when you read Psalm 23, you find out that he makes us lie down. It implies rest. Philip Keller, in his classic book, A Shepherd Looks at the Psalm 23, notes that it's impossible for sheep to lie down unless four requirements are met. And here's what he writes. Owing to their timidity, they refuse to lie down unless they are free from all fear. Secondly, because of the social behavior within a flock, sheep will not lie down if they are not free from friction 
with others of their own kind. And the third thing is, and in the arid desert, we understand this to be true, that the, the flies and the parasites, the other, other insects, if they are being tormented, if sheep are being tormented by those, they will not lie down and rest. Only when they're free from pests and free from fear and free from turmoil within other sheep will they actually relax. And lastly, sheep will not lie down as long as they feel the need to find food. They must be free from hunger. Fear, friction, flies, feelings of hunger, each of these anxieties must be addressed before the sheep will rest. Now, how would you apply that to your own life? Fear, anxiety, concern, the tossing and turning and churning. See, why does our shepherd choose green pastures? Well, the original language suggests that these are choice pastures. And green or vibrant green would suggest they are new, new sprouts of grass, and they are fresh. Now, why not gravitate to the pastures of another, someone else's way of resting? But that's not best for you. Doesn't meet your personal need. Or why not pastures from the past? Well, they won't help us today. And why not the pasture for, for next year? <laughs> We're not ready. We're not there yet. And why not just lie down in the desert? Well, the shepherd always gets us to green pastures and then he gets us home. Because remember, sheep are animals of prey. They don't have horns, they don't have fangs. They're not predatory animals. They're animals that are, well, that are prey for others. But think about the prey, the lies of the enemy, the lies of our own flesh, their own personal uh, justification that we might have to feel the way that we feel, the choices that we make here, well, the shepherd knows us. He knows the pastures. He knows the future. So he always, and hear this, chooses what is best. The tender, new, green grass. It's best for us. But there's something else that emerges as I was reading this psalm. If there's green pastures, it implies someone did some planting. Well, I did some study and found out that oftentimes the shepherds would carry seeds with them, grass seeds, and they would throw them along the way in hopes that when they came through that territory next time, the seeds would have sprouted. And even in the midst of the arid desert, something would have happened. There might have been some rain that fell or some underground water aquifers, but whatever it was, the shepherd was not only leading the sheep, protecting the sheep, but he had farmer-like qualities about him. What a picture of God who prepares for us what we'll need tomorrow and in months to come and in years to come. And we think about rest, we think about Sabbath, a day that was set apart to, to focus on God, to cease from our work, to honor the Sabbath day and keep it holy, to worship God, and to simply be with God. Not just a day off, but a day where we focus on God himself. And of course, we would want to build some margin into our life 
So there could be times where we nourish our souls. As believers, we are like sheep. We, true, we, we too struggle with fears and, and, and friction among ourselves, torments from external pests and the stressors of life. Our economy as a whole and our personal economy, what tomorrow will bring, we find ourselves restless and unable to rest. 70 million Americans have trouble sleeping, and that was before the pandemic. Sleeping pills and sleeping aids, a little soothing uh, music at night. I love what one person has written. It's a, a, a great little story for us. It's a play on the 23rd Psalm. Her name is Marcia Hornock. And here's what she says. The clock is my dictator. I shall not rest. It makes me lie down only when exhausted. It leads me to deep depression. It hounds my soul. It leads me in circles of frenzy for activity's sake. And even though I run frantically from task to task, I'll never get it all done. For my ideal is with me. Deadlines and my need for approval, they drive me. They demand performance from me beyond the limits of my schedule. They anoint my head with migraines. My emails and texts, they overflow. Surely fatigue and time pressure shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the bonds of frustration forever. <laughs> it sounds true, doesn't it? Well, Philip Keller goes on to note that it is only the shepherd himself who can provide release from these anxieties. And in just the same way, it is only our good shepherd, Jesus Christ, who provides us with release from the anxieties we face today. Jesus has a good shepherd. He takes really good care of us. And he takes care of all of our anxieties so that we may rest in one of the most precious of all Jesus' promises, our good shepherd has said that God takes care of all things so we can rest in him and put our trust in him. And I'm referring to Matthew 11, verse 28. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Other versions say, come to me, all of you that have too much on your shoulders. If you're overwhelmed, and I will give you rest. The legalist finds rest. The atheist finds hope. See, God is not a God of burdens, but a God of rest. He knows we cannot achieve perfection, and that's why the cross, the blood of Christ, the salvation by faith, so we can find a deep and abiding spiritual rest, the most important rest of all. The second thing I want us to see is, I shall not lack a shepherd. Good news, we are not alone, and I'm confident in this. Psalm 42, verse 11 says, Why, my soul, are you downcast? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise him, my Savior and my God. Now, the shepherds sometimes have to take care of a cast or cast down sheep. And David says, why, why am I cast down, O my soul? And he was referring to his days of shepherding. 
You see, a, a sheep that is turned over on its back cannot get up again by itself. It will paw at the air, but to no avail. The way it happens is this, a heavy or a fat or long fleece sheep will lie down comfortably in some little hollow or depression in the grass. And it may roll to its side slightly to stretch out or to relax. And suddenly the center of gravity in the body shifts so that it turns on its back far enough that the feet no longer touch the ground. And it may feel a sense of panic. Frequently, this only makes things worse and it rolls over even further. Now it's quite impossible for it to regain its footing again. Well, Philip Keller goes on to say that gases begin to build up in the sheep's body, cutting off circulation to the legs. And it's only a few hours before the sheep begins to get weak and die. And the only one who can restore the sheep is the shepherd. He reaches down and, and picks it up. And oftentimes, the sheep resists. Back to the statement, he makes us lie down. We can't fight against God. We can't move against him. You know, sometimes we're like that cast sheep. We're, we're doing fine, and suddenly we lose our spiritual equilibrium. We begin to fall over. A headline, a personal issue, a political issue. We get ill or somebody we love close to us gets ill or we have to quarantine because we're near someone who may have been exposed to COVID or we get COVID and we feel horrible or fearful. And all of these are legitimate. But we, like a sheep, thrash about crying out for help. And then our good shepherd, thank God, comes to us and quiets us and restores our soul. He sets us straight again, puts us back on a proper footing, puts our feet on solid ground, and he lets us know that we're okay, that he cares for us. And hear this, we are not alone. Romans 8.32 says, since he did not spare even his own son for us, but gave him up for us all, won't he also surely give us everything else? If you want a cure for stress, learn to look to God to meet your needs. Every time you start to get stressed out, just, just, just pause for a moment, take a deep breath, and before you exhale, start to think about God. And as you do exhale, how about you say this, Lord, you are my shepherd. I shall not want. I've been saying it a lot lately, and boy, it means a lot to me. And I know it'll mean a lot to you. You see, I believe the Lord is speaking to us today. Listen, listen. God says, I will give you rest. Jesus, our Savior, says, I will give you rest. And God, the Holy Spirit, says, I will give you rest because I will comfort you. He restores my soul, I'm confident in this, and he gives us rest. Now, this is politically, uh, per, per, particularly important for us now, 
because we have a troubled time that we live in. And there is political unrest. And we're threatened by virus. And we still don't fully understand the virus. And these are very real issues for a lot of people. So let me ask you the question. How can the shepherd meet our needs? And the answer is simple, but it's profound. A relationship. We need his presence. So I want to circle back now to the word lie down. It's a continuous verb form. In other words, it's repeated over and over again. The Lord will feed us. This is our daily bread. It's not just a one and done. It's not just a a one time. But every time the Lord gets us to the pasture of green grass, he gives us the food that we need daily. Give us this day, Lord, our daily bread. We get protection and fellowship and strength every day. And God creates an appetite within us. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst after righteousness for they will be filled. God puts that appetite inside of us so he can fill us. And after a long walk, the hungry sheep want to lie down. God creates a desire in them. Before we conclude, I would like to go back through the 23rd Psalm. And we're going to call this praying the 23rd Psalm. And listen to it this way. Because you are my shepherd, I commit my needs to you. Provide green pasture for me to lie in. Lead me beside still waters. Restore my soul when I'm empty. Lead me in right paths for your name's sake. Be with me in danger when I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Deliver me from evil and protect me with your rod and your staff. Prepare a table to feed me even in the midst of my warfare, so my enemies can see your provision. Anoint me with the oil of your healing and let me drink from the full cup of your provision. Surely goodness and mercy will always follow me and I will live with you forever. Hmm. I sure love that. Hey, as a fellow person of faith, And as a certified sheep, let's run to the shepherd. Let go of your cares and your anxieties. Now, I know we all have responsibilities, things that we must take care uh, care of. I know parents, you've got your kids, and I know Zoom school, and all of that stuff that you're facing. But how about we lay down all of our anxieties? Lay them down and pray them up. And give our hearts over to Christ, where we can say, the Lord is my shepherd. If you've never given your life to Jesus, maybe you're a socially religious, or maybe you're a churchy religious, maybe you're religious religious, but you need to have a relationship with the shepherd. And that only comes through a relationship with the good shepherd, Jesus Christ. I want to invite you to give your life over to Christ, to believe in him as your personal Lord and Savior. And don't delay. Don't put it off. Let him be your Lord even now. 
And then for those of you who have given your life to Jesus, but yet anxiety fills your heart, you are unable to rest in your soul. I pray that you'll trust in the Lord right now. Do what Jesus said. Come unto me, all you who are weary, and I will give you rest. So, Lord, we put our faith in you as Savior who died, died for our sins, who rose again from the dead, and we put our trust in you, our confidence in you, dear God, as our good shepherd. You will lead us and you will guide us, and we will not resist you as you make us lie down in green pastures and give us rest. It's for our own good. We praise you, God, and give you thanks for who you are. And no matter what is going on in our world, nothing changes your power, nothing changes your faithfulness, and nothing changes the fact that you long to be our shepherd. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. Hey, God bless you all. Be encouraged, stay positive, and stay in the Word, the B-I-B-L-E, because that's what we need for our lives, and allow the shepherd to lead you. If there's anything we can do for you as a church, contact us. Our prayer team would love to pray for you, and if there's some kind of concern you have or need you have, well, maybe we can meet that need, or we know where we can direct you. So don't hesitate to call our office or email us. God bless you. Have a great day, and have a great week. We hope you enjoyed today's message. Please visit us at mylfc.com for more information about our church. Thank you so much for listening.